2: From Mo and Scott here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Do us a favor if you don't already subscribe, just hit subscribe and auto download wherever you get your audio for our YouTube audience. Getting ready for some fireworks? What are you doing out there? I'm going to Mo set off a deluge of aerial fireworks over the pond in my backyard. My neighbors will love it, I'm sure. <laughs> Although I will say this, like I, 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 again, here, here goes the, the grumpy old man piece. You ready for this
1: Uh-oh.
2: 4th of July? Why are people setting off fireworks? Like from June 30th until the 4th, like what, what's the deal? Isn't it the 4th of July? Like I get it. And some people have to work. I totally get that piece of it, but it's interesting till like midnight last night on the third, I had neighbors. Uh, fireworks are legal here in Ohio. Right? So, People were going nuts till like three in the morning, even the night before we had massive thunderstorms and people were still lighting them off. What? We're just making it a weekend or what's the deal?
1: Scott, you are fortunate. <laughs> you, you'd be the grumpiest old man where I live because fireworks are going off since, I don't know. Early May over here. <laughs> so you, you, so I'm lucky, you, is what you're saying. Yeah, you're fortunate. I'm like June 30th. Try May 30th. Try try wow. April 30th over here. And they're Every illegal year. in the city, right? It, no, they're not. Oh, you, they're I, not. That you like here. Art. Just a quick lesson. Eric yes. Adams cut down on the fireworks here. Uh, right. So people go to go to Phil go to Pennsylvania to get their fireworks bring them bring them over here but at i remember maybe 5 6 years ago fireworks would be going off the first day of spring like you would start to <laughs> hear it a little bit first day literally i'm not even kidding first day wow. of spring fireworks would start going off and then eric adams came in he kind of he kind of reeled it in a bit but you still hear it from here i would say I would say early May I started to hear fireworks. It started to become more consistent around Memorial Day. So Memorial wow. Day for me over here in Brooklyn, New York, is like the official start of fireworks season. So you'd have the great you have a, you'd have a great time over here hearing it for about a month <laughs> now and Does half.
2: it does it go through the whole summer then?
1: It yes, and it actually extends wow. like after today. You could, here I'm going to hear fireworks for at least another week or two. Wow,
2: that's interesting. Here there, there's like seven days a year where it's legal right so it's it's of course the 4th of July it's memorial day which is odd to me that it's memorial day um then you have uh, labor day you have a couple of like indian holidays there's a lot of technology here in the cincinnati area so we have a lot of folks from india so diwali is one of them one of the holidays uh and then a bunch of other ones right new year's eve of course but my neighbors that are kind of kitty corner or caddy corner depending where you live in the country um from me huge Bengals fans. And just let me say that they, they might be from like Kentucky. I'm, I'm just making a judgment. So they, every Bengals game, every touchdown, doesn't matter if it's in the morning game, it's a night game. They shoot off fireworks. So it's, it's a football season related thing, which is interesting, but I can appreciate it. Like if I had a Raider fan next door and they were firing off fireworks every time Jimmy Garoppolo threw a touchdown pass to Devontae Adams, I would understand it. I get it. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. But anyway, so that's it. Happy Fourth of July. Speaking of fireworks, speaking of either a really good firework or a dud, what is the Raiders roster? ESPN came out with the rankings mo this past week. I know it created a lot of stir on on Twitter. You were involved in the discussion with some fans and folks that follow you, which is the ESPN ranked the Raiders roster out of 32 teams, ranked them 21st. Let me get your first impression. Is that a fair ranking for where this team is? Or are they ranked too high? Uh-oh, negative. Or too low? Too positive.
1: I think it's about right. And I know fans are going to scream at me for saying that. But <laughs> look at the defense. Other than yes, Max Crosby, I mean, who's really playing? Who really played at the top of their game last year in that defense? Other than Max Crosby. And what did they add over the offseason to make that defense significantly better? Not much. So, the Raiders are banking a lot of young guys. I've wrote this in several pieces. The Raiders are banking a lot of young guys, rookies, and our second, third year players, and some fill-in pickups, bargain-bank guys from free to step up and and to form a, a formidable unit on the defensive side of the ball. Now the offense is where you have your stars. Assuming Josh Jacobs is back, at least we hope he's back for another season with the Raiders. Not in under contract right now. Devontae Adams, Colton Miller. You know, you have Jacoby Myers, who's a good slot receiver. Hunter Renfro had a Pro Bowl year. There's some there's some talent there, but that's not enough to me to bring the Raiders into the top half of the league because the defense just doesn't have any names outside of Max Crosby, and that's a lot of what that list is made of. You have to look at what the players did recently. Mm-hmm. And, and though, again, though they have the stars and the notable names on the offensive side, that defense, other than Max Crosby, <laughs> it's, it's like who's who there.
2: Well, and that's the thing. A lot of people were claiming, well, the offense is it's like, well, okay. So let let's just assume, let's let's for the sake of argument say the offense is top 12. I, I I can't say top 10, I just don't know. There's too many unknowns even with what's happening there with Garoppolo and all that. So let's say it's top 12. The defense is bottom four at this point. You can't argue that they are anywhere above 29, and that's being generous, I think. Uh-huh. Okay. So if you say that and you average those numbers out, 21 is actually, to me, maybe even a couple spots high. And I'm not being overly negative. I'm being realistic, to your point about the defense. Again, how many years have we sat here and talked about the defensive issues? Now, I'm not saying the offense is, is, is completely perfect and that they don't need some work on that line and depth and so on and so forth. And there's questions at tight end, I, although I think they'll be fine with the veterans and, of course, the, the rookie they have now. Um, oh, so so that, that's fine, too. But to me, this is fair. And, and, I, and I find it really interesting, Mo. And I, listen, I don't mind and I understand we have some great fans out there like Fabian, like Wendy, who are very positive thinkers. And I appreciate that. In a world where we get so many people thinking negatively and, and spouting all this negative stuff in social media, I love it when I see fans that are excited about their team. But I think they're also realistic, and, and I think you have to be. And it's our job here not to put on the silver and black colored glasses and tell you what you want to hear, but tell you what we really believe based on what we have. And I think, listen, I don't always agree with ESPN and what they do. I, I hardly pay attention to what ESPN does outside of some of their great writers. But I think that this is pretty dang fair and pretty a pretty positive outlook that could change – If they can address some of those needs on defense or if some folks step up on that defense.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Scott, I did the Bleacher Report live show on my season predictions, and I said the Raiders are going to be 7-10. and Yep. To me, a 7-10 and team would rank in the 20s, late teens, somewhere around that, anywhere between 18 and 21. And there were fans who told me that I was too high on my predictions. There were fans (laughs) in the live that actually said, Mo, you're too optimistic on the Raiders. They're only going to win five or six games. So those fans would probably agree that the Raiders' roster is about 21 Across the league, I, I think where the pushback comes with a lot of fans is the distrust in ESPN because a lot of the ESPN coverage, a lot of coverage across big media outlets has been negative because let's be honest, a lot of these writers, and I'm not saying this writer is part of that group. A lot of writers and reporters don't follow the Raiders very well. Right, exactly. So they don't, they're they not aware of, of the roster changes the Raiders may have made. The Raiders may have made some good roster moves and they wouldn't know about it. They may have still put the Raiders at 21. But in this case, I think it's accurate simply because the Raiders still have question a lot of question marks on defense. They have a couple of question marks on offense with guard position. I think they, they want Greg Van Rowan supposedly to take over at guard over Alex Bars. That's still a questionable spot. We don't know what's going to happen with Josh Jacobs, although the Raiders are optimistic about Jimmy G's return for mm-hmm. training camp. We, we don't know. He is coming off foot surgery. So if you factor in all of those things – even with Devonte Adams, even with Josh Jacobs in name, even with Jacoby Myers coming over, knowing the offense, even with Hunter Runford being a Pro Bowl wide receiver, it's still a roster that's that has a lot to prove and has a lot of question marks going into training camp. So, if you have a lot of you know position battles, chances are your roster is going to rank low well on that ESPN uh, list.
2: Uh, yeah, and I think you you have to prove it out on the field. Listen, you have to prove it out on the field. So. It's, it's interesting. Interesting time for Raider Nation because so many fans rooting for their team, rooting against their coach. I don't know how you can do both because if you're rooting against the coach, you're rooting against your team doing well. I understand if you don't like the coach, believe me. And I know people don't like it when I talk about my Padres, but I love my Padres. They are underperforming. And so guess what? Their manager is not, does not make me happy. OK, uh, but they're not they're not performing well uh, and and they have all the talent in the world. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't call for people to get fired. But man, he's 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 really going to put himself in a position where he's going to get fired if he doesn't improve the performance on the field. And I think Josh McDaniels, that'll happen. Look, I, we talked about it. He'll get a year probably um, again, a, a year, third year, no matter what happens this year. So people need to get, to get used to that. But you want your team to do well. The tanking stuff. It's just not realistic because the same people who in July are saying tank tank are the same people going apoplectic when they are losing three games in a row, right? And they get all crazy. Like, wait a minute. This is what you wanted. You wanted to lose. So <laughs> it's really funny how that changes when you get into the season and they roll into work in the Raiders jersey and people are making fun of them because they've lost four in a row. Suddenly they want to win. It's
1: just – I think it's their they're different – just to be fair to the to the fans out there who are listening, I think I think they're different sectors of fans. There are a group of fans are, who are very interesting, who are who are consistent and want and think the Raiders are going to win 10-11 games. Shout out to those fans, we appreciate your support. There are a certain group of fans that say tank, 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 so we can get a top quarterback in next year's draft, and finally we can solve the position because Jimmy G isn't it. Shout out to those fans listening. And then there are a group of fans that, that just say the Raiders suck. Josh McDaniels is, is a is a horrible head coach. It's yeah. all a disaster. It's all dumps to fire after getting rid of you know who and he signed with the Saints. I, I can't I, I don't like the the Raiders are doing, and I just I just think they're a dumpster fire. Shout out to those fans for listening and supporting our podcast. Mm-hmm. So in summation, we we you know we love all the support <laughs> from all the fan sectors, no matter what your point of view is, but I, I just I just like to look on social media because they're just different camps of fans and where they are. Some of them former former supporters of the old quarterback. Some of them want to <laughs> give Josh McDaniels a chance a third year. Give him a chance because they gave the former quarterback so long to prove himself. There. It's just all over the place.
2: It's all over the place. Although I do find, not all, but I do find that most of the people who are really, really not happy with the Raiders in any fashion whatsoever... Also tech usually don't like the shows they're listening to either. So they're very critical of us. They're critical of other shows that they watch. Uh, Cause I see some of these fans in other areas interacting, like with our good friends over at radar nation radio or with our radio station in Vegas, the bet, they seem to go negative on everybody, but, but you be you that's totally fine. That's, that's how people I, for some people I think it's stress relief and they can just be, completely get all their negativity and, and trash talk out about the Raiders. And then maybe they're happy people outside of that. I'm going to assume that they are, cause I don't want to assume that that's, could...
1: let's hope so, because that's yeah. a miserable life to be, you know, it upset be. about your team 24 seven and then have a miserable life away. Yeah. From sports. That's, yeah. yeah.
2: But I do understand that being a Raider fan, again, I bring it back to my baseball team. I understand what it's like to have years of, of futility. And and how frustrating it is when you care about something and it never seems to pay off. But the Raiders being ranked 21st by ESPN. I think it's pretty fair. They have an opportunity to change that right to, to be better than what people think they're going to be. And thankfully, Mo, we're a couple weeks away from camp. where we'll start to see that play out, which will be really interesting. I-
1: and Scott, it happens every year I, I would mm-hmm. imagine the Giants ranked low on these on these roster rankings last year and they yep. made the playoffs. So just remember just because a big outlet or even myself or even another uh sports pundit you respect and like and, and support their work says the Raiders aren't going to be good it's it's just a forecast it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a death wish like, because like I just <laughs> said the a Jaguars and the Giants probably ranked low on a lot of these lists last year and both teams yeah. went to the playoffs the jaguar and they both won a won a playoff game so yeah. um just as you said they have to prove it on the field but as of right now before any football's played before a snap is made this is this seems fair to me yeah right
2: now it is, it is. and again like you said things change there are surpri- every season there are surprises right uh and so uh for those of you that look at the glass half Full. Great. For those of you who look at it half empty, you're fine. All right. We're going to step aside for our final break here on silver and black today. When we come back, we're going to talk about some very surprising numbers and stats that don't necessarily align with some of the narratives of fan groups out there. We talked about not just fan groups, but of people in general who might think that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be a good quarterback who might not like Josh McDaniel, who think that Derek Carr is a great quarterback. We got all sorts of numbers this is the time of the year where we're going to get into that because there's no other news. No, I'm just kidding. This is really interesting stuff. We're going to talk about it. It did create a lot of conversation this past week, so Mo and I will get into that. You're with Mo Moten, Scott Branson. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering the Raiders. We're coming back right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday
0: afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or...